Welcome to Make That Paper, the show where we talk about all the crazy jobs we do to make the cash we need to pursue our artistic dreams. And to buy honey-based face masks and a bottle of Gooby Gone to remove the honey-based face masks. Today, we're talking about that toilet scrubbing trade, the old chambermaid chore, the let's all toast the property host post. Speaking of hosts, I am Jamie Parker Stickle. And I am Jason Bieber. And I am actually freaking out a little bit, and this is unscripted for a sec. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Go ahead. When she wrote me back, I had come into the kitchen and had to sit on the stool and put my head between my knees because I was hyperventilating. I, I am so excited. Bag for you to breathe I'm into. so excited because today we are talking to one of the funniest actresses from one of the funniest shows on television today. This phenomenal actress discovered her gift in a borrowed Santa suit of all places and took that talent to the boards of the prestigious Stratford Shakespeare Theater Festival for five consecutive years. Then she exploded onto the television scene, earning a Canadian Screen Award nomination for Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series for her iconic role as the quirky mommy and me leader, Val, in the CBC Netflix original hit comedy series, Working Mom! Oh, it's such a good show! Season six is airing on CBC. Seasons one through five are streaming on Netflix and now. So please welcome to the show one of our favorite people from one of our favorite things. The one, the only, Sarah McVie. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Can I talk now? I want to make noise. I'm amazing. I'm amazing. <laughs> you are amazing. Wow. Wow. Can you Thank believe you, you did all that? I can't believe it. It sounds so exciting when you say it. It's so, so exciting. It has felt a lot harder living it. No, mm -hmm, no, it's been mm -hmm, good. It's been mm -hmm. good. Mostly good. Mostly good. But yeah. what a journey. We, we took your life and just trimmed all the fat. Yeah, I appreciate that. I like that. Yeah. Nice now and we're going to talk about all the fat, though. Let's do it. Let's do it. We have to. You know, the fat is where all the chemical, all the toxins are stored. Did you know that? I, 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 did. You know I, knew, I knew the toxins were hiding somewhere. In the, so let's squeeze out the toxins. Let's squeeze oh, them out. Man. Let's squeeze it out. Cook some toast in it later. I only know that because <laughs> I was just watching Chopped before this, and she like trimmed the fat off a piece of steak and then put bread in it and toasted the bread and oh. the fat from the steak. And I was like, oh, that's a thing. I'm sorry. I'm off track. I'm so you know excited. What? Well, I'll, I'll get you back on track. That's kind of my kink. And I don't mean my sexual kink. <laughs> that's my food. I love fat i love yeah. like coconut oil i love oily yes. things that that to me is like my sugar i don't I'm know a sugar if, person i'm a fat person i don't I'm know if you're person. like a I vegan or anything fat. but but i used to make what i called a heart attack burger oh yeah where Tell i would i would i would take a whole thing of bacon i would render all the fat down and then i would take the, uh, the cooked bacon out and pour yeah. the fat into the hamburger Ooh. meat and then yes. put it all together. And what oh, would happen is you'd put it. that hamburger on the barbecue and it yeah. would cook from the inside because the, the bacon fat would basically explode. Oh, yeah. yes. Absolutely. Insane. You are speaking my language. And clearly, <laughs> no, I am not a vegan, although okay. I, I'm going to be real about it. I wish I was a little bit. And I tried sure. it for a full calendar year. Wow. Ooh. One whole calendar year, completely strict because I was desperately in love with a, a beautiful man who's a vegan and mm. still is. And I, and I just, my, my physiology, whatever, you know, my makeup, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work. My, yeah. No. And I 
really wish because I do, you know, I love animals and I, the environmental problems and, you know, but anyway, I, I've come to terms with the fact that I'm, I'm going to be eating meat for the foreseeable future. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. That, that I think that, that you bring up a good point and people sort of, um, don't want to believe it, but not all bodies are created equal. And like, we actually, you know, some need more pro like I eat partly vegetarian, partly pescatarian, but the boys cannot, like they just don't, my son doesn't even want to eat, but he gets really sick. If he doesn't eat protein from animals. I know. Yeah. I know. It's a tricky one. I yeah. can't eat vegan, but I would eat a vegan. Oh, good. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, there wouldn't be a lot of fat on it. So I'm just, <laughs> there's a lot of carbs. They but tend to be very lean. Yeah. You guys, I just, I think we have so much in common. We have so much in common. And one of the biggest things that we have in common is our side hustle. Yeah. And I just, what? I want to talk to you for a second. We consider ourselves um, the Airbnb hostess with the mostest. We're Airbnbers. And yeah. um, we, we started that journey like five, six years ago, mm -hmm. six years ago. Six years ago. When you wrote that to us, that you were an Airbnb host. Oh yeah, and then super you talked host, about super the host, and I'm sure you are too. Oh yeah, I'm super. sure you two are. You two strike Six me as super years. Host. Thank you oh, very that's much. Right. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. Yes, we talked to somebody about the thing you wrote us about scrubbing toilets. We're going to talk about it with you, and they were like, "Well, that's not really being a maid." And I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god, it is!" And they're like, "But you own the property," and I was like, "Oh, oh, well, in some cases, like in one case when I started." Mm -hmm. I think it would have been, it would have been like, okay, so we're 2021. It would have been 20, I mean, like, when did Airbnb start? It would have been the beginning of Airbnb, right at the beginning. Yeah, I think it's been almost 10 years well, now, right? 10 years ago. 10, it must have been, I was going to say 2007, but that's too long ago. Anyway, it doesn't matter. About yeah. 10 years ago, let's say, I started doing it with my own property. So I, I would move my stuff out and I would move into my parents' basement. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to be God, real with you, okay? I love this so and I'm much. at my I'm in my early mid 30s at this point yeah. and I've worked at Stratford and I've worked I'm I'm you know, I'm a regular at the local uh, professional theater. I have done a little bit of like movie of the week stuff, not a ton, but I was doing tons of voiceover, but I still couldn't pay the bills. So I'd move out for a week or a weekend or whatever, move in with the folks and then, you know, have the place all swanky. And I used to do like at the beginning, I remember I used to have like beer and different kinds of wine for guests. And, like, oh, you fancy. Yeah. Oh, I was so fancy. fancy. I know it was way too much. I don't know why I was really taking it on. Right. But then, well, you you appreciated like the free water and the Uber rides and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. I can step that up. I love that. And you know, but it works too. I mean, people mm -hmm. go yeah. crazy for free stuff, right? And they then the do. reviews were over the moon and, and it just started to snowball. But then when I was, I was really, I needed to more to supplement my, my living. I couldn't, and I didn't, I needed to live somewhere. I also could yeah. not live with my parents all the time, although I love them and we have a good time. It is not easy as a yeah. grown adult, you know, yeah. for me. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, uh, I started doing it for other people. So I had like a number of properties, so other oh. people's properties and I managed them for them. So I had like, at one point I had seven, I think properties that I was managing. Wow. That's yeah. full time. Yeah. I mean, it was, it got, it's tough and you know this yeah. as my career. So I start doing working moms, for example, yeah. but it's just small at the beginning, you know, no right. one knows the show and you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, it's not cut paying all the bills. And so I'm still hustling on the side. And as my career is sort of building momentum, 
so is my hosting career, wow, right? I'm getting better and better yeah. at it. More people, mm -hmm. more clients. I'm really finessing it. Uh, I've got my little kit in my car, you know, that I drive around with. I, I bring my own Dyson vacuum cleaner everywhere. Of course, you have Dyson, to. Right? So, Dyson. so people should know as a property manager, you were cleaning the units. So I'm okay. Let's go through what it let's is. Let's go through you what really, it is. So I'm the host. I'm the one that deals with all the bookings. I am yeah. the the front woman of the operation. So when there's a problem, a, they call you. When there's a problem, any time of day or night. Yeah. So the other thing is, it's a 24 20. hour a day job, and mm -hmm. I'm the only one, right? <laughs> I have to be the only one. If I went on vacation, I had to I had to ask a, a friend to oversee it because there was no one else. There was the owners of these places were um, sometimes. They had their own careers going, or they lived in other places. Like this is an investment property. You know, mm -hmm. they're expats and they, they're off in another country themselves. And this is like just their investment. So I can't call them. So yeah, furnace issues, anything like that. I, I would, in the middle of the night, have to get up and help someone check in. That was wow. one. So, oh, anyway, I've got to start at the beginning. So you get the, the, you know, the request and then you look at the person. How are their reviews? Are they a safe person? Is it right. all good? You know, so you, you usually you say yes, because you're just happy to have the booking. You yeah, need yeah. the money. Right. You need the money, whatever. Keep it, keep it rolling. Um, and then you send them a welcome letter. And I had sort of standardized emails that I would give them about, um, you know, uh, amenities, Right. In the area, uh, transportation in Toronto, um, what else? Any special requests they might have, things like that. So all the communications. Then at one point in my career, <laughs> my mini 10-year career as a host, I would go to help check them in every time, every wow. check-in. Do you wow. do that too? Oh, You're God, there. no. We're, no. We're completely keyless. And yeah, we have to. I'm, I'm also, my. I've got... You know, we've got a bunch of jobs. One of my jobs is uh, I'm a, uh, a computer consultant. And so I technology the hell out of our Airbnbs. Right. It's helped. Right. Oh, well, that's always a night. For me, that was a nightmare trying to figure out how to work the smart TV. <sighs> that was always inevitably the first question. You leave them, you think I've checked them in or whatever. And then I would get a text. How do you use this remote? Oh, <laughs> Do you see the list that's on, you know, on the table that I showed you with the Wi-Fi password and the instructions on how to use the remote? Mm -hmm. like, no. Do you know how Just to use that. pieces of paper? Because there's <laughs> one right next right to there. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I get it. You know, when you when you're renting a place and you're on a vacation, or you know, you want to kind of be pampered. So yeah. that's what you know. That's how I would operate. The other thing is, I was billing by the hour. So it worked for me to do this kind of extra, you know, oh. for the owners, they didn't mind because it made the service even swankier. And then for me, it's hours, you know, yeah. because it's, it's a hard thing to kind of char charge, right? So the property host part. So you would, yeah. you know, I'd do 15 minutes here, half an hour there. And then it, at the end of the day, I would have, you know, two or three hours, or, yeah. you know, these little bits would make up two or three hours or whatever it was. Um, but I remember like, you know, being at, I was at a dinner party once, I'll never forget. And I had just had the, the, the tiniest bit of wine. Like I had just started to enjoy the night and I got a call saying the cleaners didn't show up. The place is a total disaster. That's happened you to You got to go there. And I, had, I didn't even have my car. I had to borrow someone's car, took it across town in Toronto, you know, not quite like LA, but it takes, you know, 45 yeah. mm -hmm. minutes to get from one end to the other. I get there and I've got limited time to get this place flipped as we say in the biz. Had the guest already arrived and they let yeah. you know? Yep, they oh. arrived and their cleaners right. hadn't shown up. So they, they you know, right. lockbox, beep, 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 which people often need help with. Those mm -hmm. lockboxes are a good lockbox, really 
makes me happy. I find it very satisfying. You're you're one step to real estate. (laughs) Yeah, that's the next thing. Anyway, so that you know, I parked the car, put the credit card in. It's stuck. It's stuck in the machine. I can't get it out. Leave my credit card in the parking machine to go do my my cleaning, and uh, I get the place pretty pretty well, you know, appointed. Of course, the drawing is always a bugger at the end of the. You know, I'm done everything else, but the drawing's not finished. So I'm like come on dryer come on you know waiting for it to dry but as I was waiting for it to dry and just touching up the um oh no I was I was cleaning the bathroom I didn't realize the toilet was a bidet and I like clicked oh, the bidet no. on I clicked the bidet on not only did it go directly in my face it went around my head and behind me oh no all oh, over no. the newly like placed bedspread so I was like no wait way. a second why is the bidet shooting into the bedroom well it's like the bathroom is facing the the the, uh. the bedroom because that's so what water, I like to wake up to. I know, right? The toilet is literally, <laughs> if you're sitting on the toilet, you're looking at the bed, which is, you know, I mean, each to his own, not how yeah. I would lay out a, you know, <laughs> a place. But yeah, so then it covered, and then I got to put it back in the dryer, and I'm just, I'm like, who knows what's going on with the credit card? Never saw that again. Canceled it somehow in between, you know, cleaning and drying. And anyway, you get it done, but it's like, it's a, it's a hassle, and it's something you do on your yeah. own. It's like, no one's going to do it. You got to do it. So and I think the thing you said, like you were frantic and you left the credit card because you had to get to this job is the same way you feel as an actor. Like we bring so much of who we are as an actor. Like that's how we feel about auditions. Like, oh crap. You know, you could be in the middle of a job and you're like, I got to go to this audition. And the, I don't know if Toronto's the same as LA in that we drive so far for an audition and then have to find parking or pay for parking or have quarters because the meters at auditions don't take credit cards, any, which is oh come on beyond me. Like have they still we not take switched? coins. Yes, who has coins anymore? Can't even say the word Co- coins. Coins. Who ca- coins. I never. Right. We go to like a coin pond, and my kid is like, "Do you have a penny?" And I was like, "What's that?" And how do you know what it is? You know, it's yeah. like we don't use that anymore. What is currency anyway? Yeah. yeah. You bring to. The- I just Venmo the fountain. That's right. You <laughs> you bring to the hustle the same hustle that you bring to acting or writing or any, you know, gig that makes you perform an audition mm-hmm. to receive, right? Well, you're reminding me too. I mean, for 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 me, often the roles that I would get called in for to audition, I'd have to be zhuzhed up, like my hair done, yep. mm-hmm. you know, makeup, yep. you know, and then I would go have to clean a place and audition <laughs> after. And it was like how to maintain, do you know what I mean? A certain level of look. Like, and can you charge more for being glammed up while you clean? Yeah, exactly. I should. (laughs) I know. Mm -hmm. But it was great. One thing that was great about 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 cleaning, because I haven't done it in the last two years. What was great is learning lines, because I like to learn my lines on the move. Yeah. So I found that particular. um, And by the way, I hate cleaning. Like I I actually do not enjoy cleaning at all. My father and my sister are like nutty about it. They're, they're what you call clean freaks. Is that something people say still? I've always said it. So they love it. Really? So you're one. Well, I, I, I don't like it, but I can't work in an unclean environment. Okay. So like, I can can work in a mess. See that I can't do that. Like it has to be clean. Otherwise my brain is like, what is this? Let's get distracted. If I want it. our house cleaned, all I have to do is get her a job. Yep. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Do we have any uh, commercials today? Let's take a quick break and see. And we're back. Right. It's motivating. Well, mm-hmm. I, I don't like it, but I do like doing it for other people. 
So that's a weird thing. I don't want to do my own, but I do get very like, I'm going to do the best job. Like I, I was over the top um, proud of my cleaning abilities. You know, I brag about it, which is yeah. like, you know, not a, not a very attractive quality in a person, but I do. I'm a perfectionist. No, I comes- do too. I will put stories when I'm cleaning one of our units up and I'm like, oh, look at this. This yeah. isn't just made clean. This is Jamie queen. Like it's yeah. a little obnoxious. Yeah. A lot obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you don't, no one comes and like gives you ratings on when you clean your own house. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's the positive feedback, which is the actor thing too, right? Mm-hmm. It's just in us from years of like, I put it out there. What do you think? No. Okay. No, not good. Or you put it out there and they like it. All right. I'm going to do more of that. Yeah. Yeah. If you get so anything positive. negative in those reviews as an Airbnb host, and I know people who just don't care, they're like, whatever, it's fine. But for me, it is devastating. Like it is two days of just like, what were they thinking writing that? Mm-hmm. They're so wrong. Oh, Yeah. Well, yeah, because I, and again, acting taught me not to read reviews. I've really become very good at not deep diving into looking for criticism of myself or my work. Just validation. You know, like my niece has said to me over the holidays, Auntie Sarah, do you read your comments? And I was like, I don't read all of them because I get very anxious. I think from my early Stratford days of reading the reviews and, oh, Mm. my heart sinking. They don't like this show or they don't like something I did and taking that on. So sometimes I'm a little wary of reading yeah. reviews and comments, but you had to with the Airbnb yeah. and a bad one. Like one, one, I remember one guy so mad. He thought that it was wrong that I hadn't provided slippers and chopsticks. Now, I mean, I can go and get those things for him, but I didn't have them already in the, you know, it's funny because some people have expectations. Were you giving out free slippers? sushi? <laughs> but he, and maybe he's right to think, you know, that should be a standard thing in an Airbnb be is chopsticks with the cutlery it's just you know it didn't doesn't occur to me because i don't eat with them all the time unless yeah. i'm eating sushi so i added it to the list and then i always had chopsticks in the places but slippers like who wants to wear other people's slippers i was just gonna say that's are you expecting me to wash them every time too like i don't know what he was thinking about with the slippers but you can't really get in you don't want to get into it like i'm not one of those right. people that are on twitter that want to like tweet back and forth at each other so i just Thank you for your recommendation. You know, the, I, I will take same. it into consideration. And I, I, I just, I don't know if I'm ever going to get past this. I mean, I, you, I actually understand the slippers. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't provide them, but I've been to hotels well, where they provide slippers. And so that's kind of in, 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 it makes some level of sense, but I don't think I've ever been anywhere where they've had something except a Japanese restaurant that's right. Yeah, where I expected to have chopsticks available for me yeah yeah well i mean we well it brings me to our first place was um we had a house and then we turned our garage into um well first we turned our carport into a garage yes and then we made it into an airbnb and it was very nice and we would have people stay we would like you we provided things like not wine, but coffee pods, you know, yeah. there wasn't a kitchen in it. It was, you know, um, a tiny refrigerator and it was meant, it, this is LA. It was it a was, studio. It was a it's studio. Like, yeah. It was meant for you to stay and then in go. A Murphy bed. We would provide breakfast biscuits. Yes. And, and we did provide creamers, you really? know. Breakfast biscuits? Uh, like packaged you know, packaged things. biscuits. Oh, yeah. yeah so nice. we did do, but we, you know, it wasn't a cooking unit. So, um, but we had provided, we would give a dozen coffee pods you know, per person who stayed. And I'll never forget the man who stayed for 
three days or the couple who stayed for four days. Mm. And they said, we went through all the coffee pods. Could you go buy us some more? And I was like, yeah, no, we did. I would not. We went and bought them you more did? because I was mm-hmm. like, are we supposed to buy more? Should they go <sighs> to the endless, store? It's endless coffee with this it unit. endless coffee. Well, and yeah. then they, have, they host a party and they're like, come have some coffee. Well, yeah. These guys one are man suckers. Was, he was having, he was <laughs> this having. This isn't a diner. <laughs> yeah. One man was, he was having, um, he was on, he was old. He was uh, old and he was on, what is it? Not grinder, but um, Tinder. So he was having like meetups oh. with women at our right drinking pad. all your coffee drinking all for you in the morning and i wow. was like thank god we didn't give out wine do you know what he but gave yeah, us really. when he left he was like i'm a musician here's my cd and i was like a cd what is that nobody has cds anymore <laughs> <laughs> when were you a musician he probably had a that? box of them from the 90s he was trying to get rid of no. <laughs> have you ever encountered when you were cleaning the airbnbs gifts that people have left behind for you uh. and by gifts i mean porn have you ever found porn? <laughs> no, I've never. Have, did you find porn? We, we found so find much porn. porn. They'd been really? making a little bit of porn. Like Polaroids oh. of themselves. Right. And they would leave them for us. And I was like, there's a trash. Condoms. Use Maybe condoms. I, they thought a you'd lot. like it. They thought I you'd can. like it. I, that's what I can imagine. But there is a lot of renting spaces to shoot porns because my, my gal yes. pal, who also um, started by renting out her own space and now owns a company in Ottawa. And she manages like 50 to 70. Spaces. Oh, wow. So she's so she like took made your idea and ran with it. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, not my idea, but I was doing it first in, in terms of like our, you know, in our in my friend group. And, uh, but she's like light years ahead. Like she owns her own company. She manages all these properties and she has encountered the, the porn situation quite a few times. And it's hard because you don't want to, you might be able to see it coming or make an assumption, but you don't want to do that. You don't want to assume people are up to no good or nefarious. So how do you, you can't really stop it. And then, yeah, then the, the porn's being shot in your home. And, and you're you like, know, it is oh. what it is. Yeah. Did you guys get permits? Just, just I know. I, do they, do they get permits? I don't really understand how the porn industry works. So I, I don't know, but. Um, oh, I do. Cause I used to be an assistant to a porn distributor. Oh, Okay, yeah. so do you you get porn parent, just like a normal shoot, right? Just like you a normal shoot. shoot. Yeah, I have yeah. permit. You gotta have insurance. If you're doing it under the table, then you don't need to. But do oh, it. that's a special angle. And that was our place. Right. It was it was that's always a trick shot. It was always it was like amateur porn. Like oh, okay, it wasn't right. um, professional porn. Okay, it was weird, and we were like, we have a baby. This isn't what this is for. And then we had people that wanted to shoot music videos, and we were like where are you going to put the camera? Like, yeah. this is a little teeny studio behind a gate in a very urban area. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? I mean, the, one of the funniest was the frat. I mean, it was just a frat party, like a crazy. And of course, the rule was no parties. Yeah. And this is someone I was, I was hosting someone. I was representing someone else's property. And I go the next morning and it's just like, it's like The Hangover or one of those oh movies. God. Like, just beer everywhere and food and men and women, you know, dressed in varying states of undress and uh, totally unapologetic. I mean, I just had to laugh because I'm like, you you guys are, you don't even care. They're like, no, we don't. <laughs> we had a great time. <laughs> We've already done it. <laughs> did they assist in cleaning up after themselves? Uh, no, 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 they didn't. No. But like, it didn't even matter. Someone's friend had booked it so the review will be on them and oh man, it's frustrating, but I, I try to, 
I mean, you can't, it did teach me to just really laugh things off a bit. Yeah. No, not take it personally because of course yeah. it's not, it's not personal, but I will, I did have one, um, by the by, I'm just remembering now I, I actually did have a romantic entanglement with one of my guests. Really? Quite, yes, I did. And it was quite a positive experience, quite a positive experience. This is getting amazing. Please tell I us mean, everything you know, about this. this. Is, this is when it was my space. Um, mm -hmm. But if you can follow this, it, it was in another city. So I owned a house in Ottawa that I was no longer living in because I was here doing Working Moms in Toronto. This was not when you would go to your parents' basement. Well, I'm just on. I'm just coming out of my parents' basement around this time. So this is okay. like, just like, emerging, just late. seeing daylight. It's quite late. It's like five years ago. Six okay. years. Not that long ago that I was sometimes dabbling with living in my parents' basement. You know, mm -hmm. out of necessity. Yeah. So about five years ago, and uh, but I was renting out the house. So we had had. I, I didn't know this person. This is someone who was a guest, and and his messages like the correspondence was so nice i was really drawn to it and then he asked me out he said well if you're ever in town you know where your house is you know because he was he was moving to the, the city and getting established um you know let's uh, go for coffee and i was like sure yeah i'm gonna be there next month and we did and we hit it off and lovely 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 person just lives in a different city different Aww. lives you know i know different lives like it's not gonna work out long term so. yeah shut any doors or anything but anyway we're in different cities um and he was my favorite guest well yeah <laughs> well, that, so. that is the, title of the, the tv movie we're writing about this romantic yeah i know right my yeah guest. well my actually guest. you know what i i did i asked her because i told her i was going to be talking about airbnb hosting but i did ask my gal pal she had a guest last summer very very tall drink of water and they got married <gasps> Hey. The one who owns yeah. like the, the manager's yes. 50. Yes. Oh my the God. one that manages 50 married her guest. Very wow. worthy gentleman. Lovely couple. We're Very happy back together. Into the right Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah. That's so amazing. Mine, yeah. Two really positive love, you know, um, outcomes, I guess. You That's odd. I love that. Yeah. Airbnb. I mean, love why not? Right. Why yeah. wouldn't that be a place to meet people? I was right downtown Toronto in an apartment until around this time last year, about a year ago, I, I bought my first house in Toronto. Nice. So, yeah. But oh I had to buy, gosh. you know, out of the downtown. So yeah. I'm, I'm 20 minutes North of, I was living in an area called Queen West that I absolutely adore. I've just, I've always loved Toronto. I'm not from here, but I just absolutely love it. And I love Queen West, but this is, I wouldn't call it the burbs, but this is an area that is about to have a regenerate, you know, a lot yeah. of people are moving here. There's some energy. Yeah. yeah. Are you in Kitchener? No. Yeah. How do you know Kitchener? <laughs> I've got family in Kitchener. Okay. His, his I mean, I know Kitchener well because of Stratford. You know, mm -hmm. I was always going to Kitchener when I was there. Um, but I like the name of my my new neighborhood. It's called Mount Dennis. So whenever, oh, isn't yeah. that cool? Mount yeah. Dennis? Yeah, I'm in Mount Dennis. So anytime I talk to people, I say, yeah, it, you know Toronto's uh, newest, hippest neighborhood, Mount mm -hmm. Dennis. I'll just drop that in because I'm just laying the groundwork for it to, right? That's what we used to be. We used to be in Highland Park, Los Angeles, and it was, yeah. it went through a renaissance and yeah. um, we got in right before it, but we knew, like, we just had a feeling and I hated leaving there, but um, we had to, we had to, but um, 
it was great. So when people would ask where we lived, we're like, oh, we're in Highland Park now. And people would be like, oh. It's it's the Brooklyn of Los Angeles. It's the yeah, Brooklyn yeah, yeah. of Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. That's what the, what who called us that? The Washington Post or something? And we were like, yeah, it's true. We are yeah. the Brooklyn of Los Angeles. Yeah. I'd like to ask you, you you seem to have adopted a very, like a, a, as a duck's back uh, attitude towards maybe the less pleasant experiences, but have there has there been any kind of, uh, experience either with cleaning or hosting where it was just, this is, this is the worst. This is intolerable. I can't do this. Oh yeah. I'll tell you (laughs) the, it was the last summer. So not, okay. We just did season six. It would have been season four. So pre pandemic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The summer of season four, my first day, and it was the opening scene of the, uh, season for working moms. And, you know, I'm having a riot. I mean, I really love working with the crew on that, the cast, the role, the, that character. I just, everything about it, you know, is, is joy. I mean, it's hard yeah. work when it's hard work, but it's such joy. So I'm feeling myself and I'm like, season four, you know, oh, I know everyone, I'm in my groove and everyone's treating me like gold. I mean, this is the dream. And you know, as actors, oh, I don't yeah. have that many days of work, right? Yeah. Even even as a regular on a show, it's not that many days. You right. know, it's a couple, a couple of handfuls a year. Um, so, you know, I'm just having a great time and, uh, we break, we're going to do your coverage, Sarah, right. Which means my close up and everything. So, okay, here I am. I'm in the zone. I check my phone. Oh, there's a call coming in and it's Deborah and her daughter, Sheila from Ohio. And the apartment that they have booked is absolutely filthy. And the reason it's filthy is because the host, and that would be me forgot to book a cleaner. Oh shit! Oh, in that no. moment, in that we're towards the end of the break. In that moment, I realized, oh, I forgot to book a cleaner. I was going to do it, but then I got the day of work. Oh I, shit! So I'm, and then the, you know, the the ad comes out. Sarah, we're ready for your close up. You know, and I'm thinking, kill me, kill me. What do I say to <laughs> Deborah right now? How do I explain to Deborah? Deborah, I'm on a television show, and I'm just about to go do my close up, and you know, that doesn't even sound like a real thing you know i mean we know it's a real thing but it would sound like a made up oh man total sheer panic but it's awful i mean it's funny in retrospect but in the moment i was like i want to say that terrible thing fml you know like come on i am just fuck my life i'm just trying to make ends meet and do my tv show you know and it's a break and here i am and i and then now i'm being sucked into my cleaning life here for my close-up Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, mm. you I know, and you know what it's like as an actor, like, I don't mm. want to take that into the shot, right? Yep. So you have to just compartmentalize. You really do. You have to like, that's not happening. And this is happening. I called the owner of the company that I worked for, and they ended up having to leave their swanky dinner and going over and cleaning. Fine. You know, it was fine. In the end, the owner of the company that I worked for did it. And uh, gave them a $50 gift certificate for their troubles. Great. Right. Fine. You know, there's ways to solve things, but it's, yeah. it's just, because I'm also, I like to do a good job. Of you course. know, I like to do a good job of any job I'm doing. So there I felt like I was, and there's been many moments like that where I feel like I'm doing a half-assed job at all things instead yeah. of yep. a good job of one. percent They're taking you know? it away from each other. Can I ask you, I, I got to switch into fan mode for one second. Can you tell me what scene that was that you went in and shot oh. so I can go back and watch it and know what you were going through when you yeah, shot yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it worked out. It was fine. You know, you know, there's acting. Okay, I'll tell you what scene it was. It, it's when I talk about um, 
Kate is is newly single or she's broken up with Nathan. Yep. And so I recommend that she uh, get the number of my proctologist. Or I was going to recommend my proctologist. Oh, yes. He knows yes. his way around a, an anus. A rectum. You know, a rectum. That's it. Thank uh-huh. you. That's the line. He knows his way around a rectum. I, yep. I think which was improvised. You know, there's so much opportunity. You guys both do improv, right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, it's so fun on that show. From the beginning, you know, Catherine was always like, you would get the lines in and then go just riff mm-hmm. and whatever. And the, just to have the the green light on that and the freedom to play oh, like that. It feels that way. Yeah. That's it, it helps a lot, especially in those moments where I am uh, you know, distracted by something, whether yeah. it be real life issue or, you know, pain or something, you know, whatever yeah. it is that's taking me outside of it. Um, to feel like, yeah, we can just get in there and play and um you know, yeah. muck around is awesome. Cause you know, it's not always like yeah. that. Some jobs are very like, we need this exact oh. thing. Five years at the Shakespeare festival. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I you think... can't improvise on that. Well, halfway through the first season, I was like, why can't I write for this show? And Jason right. very lovely pointed out you're not Canadian, but besides <laughs> that, it is so, you can tell it is so supportive and there's no the writers and the actors have to must have communication because the characters are so i don't know you know they'll they'll, they'll lean out of you know um video <clears throat> village and like try that like throw things i mean at least with me because i'm open to that i'm totally into it like yeah yeah i, I like that so i like much. that challenge i know what a dream what a dream but you know so the 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 it was just, there's been some tough like just juggling of that that whole property hosting and I really just stopped doing it two years ago you so know, did you the feel last two years comfortable enough stopping you know with the work that was coming in that that's you were right. like I'm gonna put just. this on the back burner <gasps> so that's it just for now for now and for who now. knows what the yeah. future holds but um so we'll see I mean I'm I'm willing to do any work I'm capable of doing well you know, I'm, I'm, I don't mind getting my elbows um, greasy. It's just, you know, and I know I'm talking to people that understand and um, hopefully people that are listening understand acting is such an all-encompassing exercise. You know, it, yeah. it's hard to talk about really because it's like, okay, for example, I had a, a girlfriend over the other night. I was helping her with a, a self-tape and she's a mom and she just hasn't had the time to prep. Mm-hmm. to let it sink in and I can see it you know sometimes you just need time as an artist to let things percolate and that is the work that yeah, is the work. not be doing anything else just focus yeah. you know and that's a luxury that a lot of people can't get and yet yeah. that's really can be something that can give you a competitive edge and you know those yeah. those people that are working at a high high level and really can commit as much time as they need to do that to prep sure. for a movie or a film it's uh you see it in the work you know, yeah. that's partly why the work is so great. Exactly. You 100%. see it, frankly, you see it in their bodies. You see it in, you know, I, I, I just always come back to the, uh, the, the Marvel body. I'm like, yeah, sure. If I had six months, a trainer, a, a dietitian, a, like. To just become that character, that role. I could yeah. be, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> but the challenge is to do it while being an Airbnb host, a computer technician, a yeah. <laughs> a dad a pta participant like that's yeah, yeah. that is that's really, real really life challenging really yeah. challenging and i don't know what to say to her with the with the two little ones and everyone's at home with everyone where do you go to get space i am very lucky that i have the luxury of of 
time right now. Although that said, I, I don't know. Is it changing the work? I don't know. Okay, the reverse is happening a little where I'm like, what, so what do I want to do? After all these years of having to hustle, 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 mm -hmm. and now having a tiny bit of time, I'm almost like overwhelmed with choice. Yep. What do I do? Yeah. You know, there's things I want to write. How do yeah. I write them? Uh, should I do more stand-up comedy? Because I had tried it before the pandemic. Would that be a good thing to do? How do I, do I start a podcast? I don't know. I don't have a partner to do that with. It, it seems like it would be better with someone. Anyway, so I'm in that, like, that mode of what's mm -hmm. the next kind of thing. The create, the, the blank canvas. Yeah, which is such a luxury. And 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 I've I've hustled hard enough that I feel like I, I deserve some time. I was just going to say that, that for 100%. sure. I mean, Everyone yeah. deserves it, but um, there there was points in my career where I was living in Ottawa, trying to break into Toronto, working in Ottawa in various as a personal trainer, for example, at one point, and driving to Toronto, which is a five hour drive, to do an audition, and then driving home on the same day so I could go to my personal training job the next day. Yeah, you know, for a five minute audition, I yeah. did that a lot. Yeah, that's ten hours of driving in one day for a five minute. You know, and I never got it. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I didn't break it until I break. I broke uh, working months. That was my break into to come back to Toronto and to be here where I want to be working yeah. and yeah, where the work the is. Where, yeah, the work where the work is. is. Where the work is. Uh, let's take a quick break. And we're back. You know, acting doesn't is even if you're recurring for a while, it's not paying the bills, y'all. And rent is expensive in Toronto. Rent is expensive in Los Angeles, yeah. you know. So And what about the other nine months of the year when the show's not shooting and you're not getting paid for it? And yeah. Yeah. I mean it might be getting paid now, but will you get paid next year? It fluctuates so wildly. Yeah. How are you yeah. saving for mm -hmm. you know the rainy yeah. day, the slush fund? Yeah. yeah. Can I ask you, so we've only really talked about Airbnb hosting, and if you don't want to, it's okay, but you did mention you were working as a personal trainer. What what, what else? Yeah. I feel like there's a, there's some onion layers to peel back here. Oh, wait, now, are, uh, really? Like personal training was a big one, and that was because I wanted to buy a house. And awesome. I had worked at the Stratford Festival for five years, and when I went with my little bit of money that I had saved up for a down payment, the bank said, oh, you're an actor? Oh, there's no way. Like, yeah, no exactly. Way. And exactly. I was like, but if I had a job, like a job job, and it looked on paper like I made a certain amount, then that would be fine. Okay. So I got trained as a personal trainer, and I worked at a good life, and I had a bunch of clients, and I got that piece of paper that says I make a certain amount of money, mm -hmm. and I bought a house. Nice. <laughs> and then I did it for years. I loved it. I mean, I love the one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. It's, it's another great job for actors. because It get is. To I, I, was, I was a cycling teacher. Um, what do you call it? What did I do? Spin instructor. Oh God, I can't even think this morning. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What did I do? I've had so many jobs. I was a spin instructor for a while and it is nice to be able to like not be in a corporate situation, but in a play, I don't know. I think with actors and I could be wrong, but every actor I talk to and myself included, we just like to be with people and we like to instruct in some way or show something or like help in some way. It's a really weird, I don't know, personality trait. Um, but yeah, that, that is a good one. We had the same problem with our house. I, but I worked a corporate job for seven years and I stayed with the, or eight years and I stayed with them Nestle for so long because they allowed me to take my lunch breaks to go on auditions, which would take 90 minutes to recite two lines, but like to get across town, find parking, wait my turn, come back. It was like, you know, a whole year, but do hair and makeup while you're driving. We applied for a loan and we weren't married yet, but we were going to buy a house together. And 
they were like, they were like, you have to buy it alone, Jamie, because Jason is just an actor. I was dragging her down. <laughs> yeah. He was dragging yeah. me down. They're like, yeah. Yeah. we only give loans to people who have real jobs. And it yeah. caught I've... in my throat, like real jobs. Like I didn't grow up with the benefit of having parents that would assist ever. So I have always had to work. Like I've worked since a young age. So I've always had a job like for health insurance or security or neuroses because I have anxiety. But this guy was like, I'm allowed to just be an actor. It is a job. And they were like, no, dude, no, dude. Mm -hmm. I, I took it personally. I don't know about you, but I was mad when they said that because I, I had just spent five seasons at the biggest repertory yeah. theater company yeah in North America, acting opposite big stars and whatever. And there was and no recognition for that. City. Yeah, there was yeah. no recognition. None. It doesn't matter because mm -hmm. you don't, there's no stability there, which is so funny thinking back because look at where we are now in the world. I would say there's a, many more jobs that we recognize don't have stability. Yeah. You know, oh, this God. idea of stability. What? You know, I'm not so sure it really applies to as many things as we think it does. Yeah, I think that is perhaps the reason this podcast is as successful as it is, because people are really starting to identify with this, the instability of, of the of the artist's life as being more universal than anyone ever thought. Yeah. You know, we're in this age of the, the what are they calling it? The great retirement or the great, oh, no, the great resignation. That's the what great it is. Resignation. Yeah, yeah. Where like we just you know, companies are going crazy, offering tons of money to just hire anybody with no training because they can't fill jobs. Yeah. Because people yeah. are like, nope, I'm better than that. Right. I mean, yeah. I just found I out that adjunct professors, if I want to get an adjunct professor job, um, I would probably have to go on food stamps. Like I read an article that all these professors are working to unionize because they're on food stamps. Yeah. And I was like, Wow, it's interesting you bring that up because the, the other side hustle that I have had for years and years and years is teaching. Mm -hmm. And I taught at a university in Ottawa. That's what took me to Ottawa. Um, but not I didn't go to university myself. I don't have a degree. I went to a, you know, a theater program. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. How, would you say conservatory style yep. program? Yeah. Does that make? Yeah. So like just the rigor of it and like a college, you know, yeah. I have a call. I have a sure. college diploma. Anyway, so I don't come from academia, but this was more of a practical course within a university and it was, it was quite popular, but the pay, the, the pay as a teacher is not great. It's no. so not great that in fact, because it takes so much more of my brain to prepare and to craft a course and, you know, it's a lot of work it actually doesn't make sense as, a, as something to supplement my myself as an actor because it takes so much time away from the acting. Yeah, but it's 100%. something that I'm actually, I enjoy doing and I'm passionate about. I, I think teachers should be paid way more, way more. Mm -hmm. But it was never, it never felt like, oh yeah, that's going to generate a lot of income. It did, it did give me some, but it wasn't, uh, yeah. It wasn't oh yeah. Right. I teach um, writing classes. I, I particularly teach a storytelling workshop. And because I'm passionate about helping people find their voice to tell their story. You know, it's one thing to write it down and write it down well, but then to be able to share it. And that is really what we want to do, right? As human beings to share our stories. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And to teach it as a class at a university or as an adjunct professor or at community college is outrageous. Like it would be like, yeah, it would be like, it would, what? I have to pay it, back grad school loans. It's what? almost volunteer work. It's it volunteer work. Yeah. But yeah, teaching partly. it on my own, 
for less money because I don't need an institution or, you know, whatever, even though I'm not making a lot, I make much more money independently teaching. And it's actually more rewarding in general to, um, plus I got my fancy Jamie university sweatshirt. I get to rock. <laughs> That's interesting. You um, of Jamie. You yeah. of J. Yeah. U of J. Um, but it, it is, but it is, it, it, there's a different kind of way you can relate to students anyways, but you do make more money hustling on your own. Sure. You have to do marketing and like, but then, well, out. that's the thing, Jamie, like the reason, part of the reason I didn't do it on my own is because I'm not so great at the marketing, you know, the marketing and the, like, like I remember even just a couple of years ago, I was like, okay, I want to do more coaching. I'm going to make yeah. a poster. And I had three friends do I'll three take very different posters. And I cannot, for the life of me, make a choice about what a poster should look like for a class. Now, I can make a choice about what a scene should look like and a set and a whatever. But there's something about marketing that I just don't have those skills. You know, I want them, but it's hard to do. It's hard. The, you know, the things. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. I have, a, I have a friend who's just moved into marketing, but where did you get your marketing skills? I, I don't think that I'm great at it for myself as much as I'm, I'm decent about it for other people, but I did work at Nestle for eight years and I worked in packaging design and I worked with the marketing teams. And so some of that's, I lied my way into that job. I lied for right. eight years to be able you to do that job. I that acted job. my way into that job. I acted mm -hmm. like I knew what I was doing. I think I was young and cute and they were like, give her the job. And, um, which is terrible, but it's true. I did have a college degree and that was it. But I learned something from these experts in this in this field and in this business. And a lot of my friends are in marketing still because, you know, in your 20s, you're like, oh, you know, you are friends with the people you work with. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I just rely on them a lot for, for information and stuff. But I think the biggest thing is you just do it with consistency pick a poster and be consistent you know yeah posting about it on social media which is terrible and even if only five people like it those five people saw it and liked it it's not shameful you just have to be consistent with it mm -hmm. um that's the key with marketing you know not every crunch bar sold but they were consistent with the packaging so that when people went to the store yeah. and saw oh there's Nestle crunch bar right and and here's the thing consistency for me being consistent is a little bit at odds with being open and free to improvise wildly do you know what, it's mm -hmm. like two yes. different parts of my brain it's two different like muscle systems i don't know so yeah you know, and I'll, and I'll get into a zone where I'm like, okay, I'm going to teach. I'm going to coach. In fact, there's a young man, very talented who really hasn't studied, um, acting at all. And a friend of a friend asked him, so I've been coaching him, Good. but then, but then I'll get, but then I'll get, you know, a slew of auditions and I'll put him off. And this happened when I was a trainer too. Yeah. Little less important when I'm cleaning. Cause I could, I can hire a, you know, I can hire a cleaner to do yeah. it, but I can't, if they're asking me to be the teacher, you know what I mean? I got to yeah. show up for it. So the, you know, just those kind you know, has that happened to you too, where you're like, of course, now I've got five auditions. Anytime we try and do anything else is when we get auditions. <laughs> yeah. He just booked, <laughs> we finally booked a three day weekend at the beach. Like we finally feel confident enough to take our kid out mm. after two and a half years. And he books a recurring on a show. And so we're like, congratulations. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, but yeah. I've been three long years. I will say for me, I, the minute I had my child, our manager said, you're not acting anymore. Right. And I was like, yeah, that was my face. If you all could see her face right now, it was like, okay. It was like, ah, yes, I am. I just, I had to lose a little bit of this weight and I mm -hmm. needed to like feed my baby and like, but no, I'm here. 
I'm here. Um, but ever since I had my child, their focus has been on Jason and not me. So we I, have the same, we have same the same manager. Um, have you seen call my, sorry to interrupt you. Do you no, have you seen call my agent? No, you know I'm, I'm going to write it down. Well, it, it's in French, but you just watch it with the subtitles. It's fabulous. And it's about agents in Paris and their actors, but you got stick with it. It's very funny. And there, there's a different relationship to new moms working, I think yeah. in France than in North America. Okay. So I think you'll dig it. Yeah. I'm gonna, Why I'll shouldn't watch it. we be working? We should, yeah. to me, we, the world should be accommodating mothers to be able to oh yes that, but, yeah you know. it it makes me cry the system here is not set up for i had moms friends who became same age but became moms like a year or within a year of me having become a mom and they were like what'd you do and these were women that were working regularly even on feature films and now they're all realtors because the the same thing happened to them i start crying it's so terrible so what i did is i've always been a writer and I decided to apply to graduate school because I was like, fuck all of you. I'm going to write the shows that you're going to perform in and cast actors for. And I'm only going to hire moms. Like I was so mad and upset and hurt. It was devastating to me to lose what I had spent 20 years of sacrifice on to build. Like I went six months pregnant to a casting director workshop and this woman had called me in a lot and she liked me and we had a good relationship. And she said, oh, when are you due? And I was like, oh, in four months. And she's like, Okay. And then are you taking maternity leave? And I was like, I don't have to. Why? Like I was very Do like, you have something? I was it was very Yeah, you are, are you making an offer? Right. Yeah, like, it was a little bit traumatic. And then yeah. I don't know why I'm now telling my story on the show and I shouldn't be, but I went to grad school and I had I went for creative writing and I had the most amazing mentor who's the director of the program and he did our show too. His name is Todd Goldberg. He's a New York Times bestselling author of multiple books. And he told me on the phone, he just said I don't want you to ever listen to anyone who tells you you can't because you can because you're one of the most talented people. And I was like, oh shit. And a man told me, and he's white too, but yeah, it was yeah. such a nice, <laughs> and he's not even a dad. But it was like the yeah. thing that was like, oh, okay, I'm back. So I graduated from grad school and I got a lit agent for my novel. And I am not looking back. Like we are going forward. And I was just like, opportunities, consistency, nice. make your own. Like you, you get to a yeah. point in this town and in this business where you're just like, no one's going to do help you at all anymore. <laughs> like agent manager, cause I've got both. They're not helping you. My literary agent is. And she's like, do you, you want to write for film too? And I was like, well, obviously like I'm a screenwriter. Yeah. And she's like, okay, let's keep going. Great. And it's just like, you know, it's just consistency, but also opening, I had to open up myself to the idea that I might not be a paid actor. Doesn't mean I'm not going to be an actor anymore. It's just, I'm, you know, who knows? I could be well, 60 and get my, you know, role of a lifetime. And that's totally fine with me. I mean, you're so young and, and, and your child is going to become less dependent on you. The world 100%. is open to you. Please tell this, him this, that. This time will pass. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let all this out. Um, <laughs> I think that I think it's incredible. I'm absolutely in awe of the the people that are working in this industry and raising kids and family. It's it's sort of sad. I don't want to be a bummer, but I I wanted to be a mom, and I yeah. and I did do IVF, and it didn't work out. I'm you know, so and sorry. that's why I came to the. I know, no. but listen, part of me, especially lately, has been like, wow, dodged a bullet. I mean, yeah. it does not look. <laughs> I mean, it did already. I mean, I knew it's so hard. Why would you want to do it? But I know what you're up against too, because I remember for years, I always wanted to be a mom. And uh, 
people would say to me, well, that'll be the end of your career. I mean, just flat out, that would be the response. Yep. Well, that'll be it. And mostly men would say that to me, yeah. you know, well, that'll be, you, you choose that. You're, you know, and I don't think it should be that way. You know, obviously I don't, I don't feel it should be that way at all. And then well, I'm on this show that is like so into the whole motherhood yes. and like, you know, she, Catherine's it's, living it's it. She is title. working. Yeah. It's in the title. She's living it. You know, all, so many, all the leads have kids and uh, except for It's me. an important <laughs> show. No, but it's fine. It's fine. I don't want to make it sound sad. I don't want to make it sound sad because I have three beautiful nieces. I've got two dogs. Who knows what the future holds? I just yeah. won't be biologically producing a child. No, but you know, like that, I said, you we're never fostering know. babies. Well, that piqued we'll my interest. We'll bring one over I am for interested. you. Yeah, yeah. It's complicated, eh? I mean, what is it about? I I think it's the part of me that loves being an actor and being creative and creative th creating things. That's the part of me that wanted to be a mom. You know, just have yes. this little thing that you put all this effort into and... But the reality is, it's a it's a and, slog. It's and tough. unlike every other, unlike every acting job, it mm -hmm. doesn't end. No, it doesn't end. No, and and, yeah. and you can't get written out, and you can't no. you can't take a hiatus. No, and no, you it, really put your time in as a parent. You are yeah. investing in their future, but also your future of having a beautiful, you know, adult human in your right. life to take care of me someday but yeah it's relentless it's relentless it looks uh, it's relentless and if you're at a part in, point in your career i think this is a big distinction to make you know when people are, look at actresses who have children and there's you know a-list celebrities is it's really about timing and where you are you know they're like oh you're on the cusp wait women can't wait to have children it's like i might look 25 but i'm 38 like what do you mean wait you know like well, there's this, it's a, there's yeah. a, it's a fine line. Like the hard truth of it is, I mean, just to, just to be really real about it is that I didn't have the resources. And I mean, I have not been making enough money as an actor or had a lifestyle where I could even try IVF or really go for it until yeah. now. And it's too late. It is. It's the, it's the fact that I'm just a bit too, you know, I'm over 40 and yeah, it was, it's harder. It was too late. Yeah. So it's just, it's such a cruel irony that when I get my feet under me as a, as an artist, finally, you know, mm -hmm. okay, now's the time I'm on a show about being a mom. Well, it's too late. Yeah. You know, so that, 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 that well, feels like a baby. Get me a baby. Get me a baby. <laughs> I was thinking some mail. muffins, but sure. <laughs> I'm going to send a her nice thank you note and uh, 20 years of liability. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do find ways. I, I am so proactive. Like I, uh, I volunteer at a, a teen mom shelter. Like I do That's drama amazing. with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've got their they, these women are like fourteen to twenty. Have their babies in their arms and they're doing drama. You yeah. know, like just trying to because they're in high school and they're just yeah. trying to expand. They're like That's amazing. Anyway, so like I do. I go out and seek it and I seek the contact with little ones. It, it's not exactly you know. Of course, it's not the same as having your own, but. I am not complaining. Life has been very kind. There's one more thing I wanted to bring up, which is not exactly a side hustle, but it is something that you've been putting a lot of your time and yourself into. That is your volunteering work and what you've been doing. Um, it looks like you've been doing it over Zoom with young mothers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I wanted to ask you to just talk it's a little so about that. so important to me, you know, especially because here I am having all this like longed for success as an actor on a show about mothers. And I've, I love, I have wonderful parents who I love deeply, who have welcomed me back into their home 
multiple times in the last two, de <laughs> two decades since I left. <laughs> um, so I, to honor them and to honor, um, you know, the, 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 the whole thrust of the television show that I'm on and my longings, I just, I feel like that's what I can do to make, to, to sort of give back, to give positive energy instead of, well, I was also on The Handmaid's Tale. And so there's, there's an example that, that show is like a, you know, a dark, um, version. Um, it was, I mean, it was amazing to be on like seriously, oh, such a good, yeah, yeah really good, positive experience. So um, but a dark version of that sort of that, that motherly longing that goes unfulfilled or whatever. I want to change the narrative for myself and for other people that might be in my circumstances. It is sad and it is a disappointment, but then I have all this excess energy that I can mm -hmm. use to support other moms because it looks, and dads too, by the way, dads yeah, and moms, but you know, the moms are taking the brunt yeah. of it. Yeah. And, and especially Absolutely. now in this lockdown, um, the way they're struggling. So the cameos, I mean, they, they, they reached out. I thought that was a, a I've been like, I'm such a tiny little, who am I that people are going to want cameos from me? But they do, they, they come through and it's often for moms. And I love that. I love, that's my other way of sort of sending out that positive energy, uh, to the moms and dads and parents. Yeah. I mean, really, I just want to help make people feel good or feel at the end of the day. Right. That's what drew yeah. me to it. So, um, make them feel seen, see each other. That's all. I yeah. love that. You're amazing. This is the most amazing episode in um, hour and a half ever. Yeah. Aw, thank you. Those are lovely. Really, thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you oh, for thank saying you. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and answering my stalkery Instagram. She showed on Monday. Oh my God, she's my new favorite person. She was already my favorite person, but I didn't know her. And now she's my new favorite person in person. Sure enough, but save some room in your heart because next week we welcome one of our all-time favorite people. And you mean the hilarious comedian Darren Capozzi? That is exactly who I mean. Oh my God, I love him so much. Watch you come around. She want my money, but I got my money. This ain't no savings and loans.